Chicago is more than great food, iconic sports, legendary music, and crooked politicians. It's a community of people who, at their core, care about one another and their city. We're chatting with new and native Chicagoans about all things local on The Chicagoan Podcast. How you guys doing? I'm Tony Arce. Welcome to The Chicagoan Podcast. Today I'm joined by Rachel Williams, founder and CEO of Bold Move Branding and Creative Marketing. Rachel, what an honor to have you here. Tony, hello. <laughs> I'm so excited. Thank so you excited. for having me. No, it, it, it's, it's truly an honor and a blessing, you know, to have you. Yes. One, just here. Two, as a friend. Three, as part of the community. I mean, just Everything. you're an absolute blessing and, and, a, and, a, and a, just a joy to be around. Your, your energy Thank is amazing. You. Thank you so much. I am here ready to receive all this goodness. So <laughs> let's go. And, yeah. And starting with the fact that, you know, Bold Move, that's really, you know, the, the name of your company. But it's also what defines you and the way you move about the world. You make bold moves, right? Yep. And, and that's how you got to this point is you made a bold move to start your own company. Yep, absolutely. So I am a new 24-year-old entrepreneur. I recently left corporate America, graduated straight from college, started corporate did that and now I am launching my own branding and creative marketing agency called Bold Move because it truly was a bold move for me to just step out on faith, follow my purpose, follow my passion and go after it. And it was a bold move. And so I was like, this is perfect. This is very on brand. So I'm going to be focused on empowering purpose-driven organizations to really amplify their digital presence and come up with the best creative, strategic, intentional, purposeful marketing and branding to really help them enhance um, their vision and their impact in the world. So I'm excited I am just ready to go. So it was truly a bold move. No, absolutely. And you know what? It, it, it is that way with life, though. It's those mm-hmm. that um, make the bold moves who make the biggest impact. And, yes. you know, especially when it's coming from that place of purpose and, you know, the Holy Spirit led, right? Literally. Like, yeah. And my favorite my favorite phrase right now with, with my agency is good things come to those who make bold moves. And... It's so important for us to remember that because in order for us to propel and not be stagnant in life, you have to deny your doubts, deny the voices in your head saying you can't do it. That idea is not good enough. You're not creative enough. People won't like this. People won't listen. You literally have to deny all of that, step out on faith, and do what you're called call to do and be your authentic authentic self is really what bold move is about making bold moves is being your authentic self to to the core and and you've been like that it seems like your whole life you know because yeah. even, <laughs> even before making the the move from corporate to uh, yeah. uh to your own company you were you were going to one college right tell me a little bit about oh, that. oh yeah so and, and, and <laughs> what you put your family through too right oh my <laughs> god yeah so i, I mean you had didn't put them through much of it was you know love them <laughs> So I've had a pretty unconventional journey, <laughs> if you will. I went to college for volleyball. That's where I was playing. So oh, no that way. Was, yeah, that was super exciting. And then I had a career-ending injury mm. um, at the end of my sophomore season, and it put me in a place to where, okay, it's kind of a <laughs> pitchfork. Like, you can either stay um, – 
in a place where I could have, but it just wasn't it wasn't good for me. Didn't feel it, right. it didn't feel right. It wasn't resonated with my spirit. Mm. Or as you start your junior year, you can go find where you want to go. So I took that route. I transferred um, colleges my junior year to Spelman College. Shout mm. out to Spelman. <laughs> um, and it was the it was the best decision of my life, but it didn't come without its trials or tribulations and decisions. And so that was that was another huge <laughs> another huge move for me just coming up with that decision to drop everything, leaving a more what a lot of people would have called a stable place for me to yeah. go after what I wanted and where I wanted to be so and and with those emotions i'm sure that you had to go through first of what like you had this you know this vision of of playing volleyball yeah and and, and then all of a sudden this thing happened oh yeah it's like a whole i went through an identity crisis wow i went through an identity crisis because for so long i had attached my identity to being a student athlete to the organizations I was president of, getting good grades and, and playing. And when this this injury came, it was literally my my health involved. I was none of that anymore. Mm. I wasn't an athlete anymore. I had to um, sit out my whole sophomore academic year, like my whole fall oh, wow. <laughs> semester. Yeah, wow. I was on on bed rest <laughs> I couldn't I wasn't in classes I wasn't able to do my um leadership positions so all of that was gone and I was left in a place where who do you want to be who who are you who are you who do you want to be what are your talents what are your skills how do you want to show up how do you want to give back and what are you gonna do with with this opportunity, I had to shift my perspective and look at it as an as an opportunity to learn myself, to to grow, to figure it out. And so, I made that decision, and it was the best one. It and, was the best one. And you know, when you're going through something like that, it's it's, it's you you learn a lot, right? And and you you take away so much. What what advice would you give to people when they're going through something like that? Because mm. I mean, as much as it is, you know, depending on the person you are, if you get knocked down, there's a lot of people that stay down, right? Yeah. Or, or they have a hard time getting up. Yeah. Whereas, you know, I'm sure that you, mm-hmm. you licked your wounds, but mm-hmm. but you you have such a, a high spirit that yeah. it, it it's probably different for you. But if you could translate into a way that someone could take that experience, what advice would you give for bouncing back from that identity type crisis? The word that immediately popped into my head was gratitude. <laughs> that was the word that immediately popped into my head. When you have gratitude for whatever situation you're going through, there is always good. It's always good. And I had to learn that, that no matter what I was going through, this situation is for my good. I don't have the big picture. I have the small picture, and it's up to me to take accountability for my mindset and my perspective. And when you shift that towards one of gratitude and looking at whatever external life circumstance you're going through, it doesn't have to be a reflection of your internal mindset. And it is easier said than done. 
Absolutely. But I had to consciously and intentionally make efforts to be grateful, be grateful through it all. It was a lot of times it looked rough. (laughs) It looked bad. Even I mean, even after that points in my life where you're like, "Eh, this isn't looking good. (laughs) (laughs) This is not looking good. But having a heart full of gratitude literally changes everything. And you there's so many things to be grateful for. And so a small thing like waking up and saying, thank you, God. Thank, thank, thank you. Every step you take, thank you, thank you. I literally walked around the house <laughs> one day like every step, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. And when you ingrain that in your head, in your mindset, your whole world will change. And I think, honestly, that's been my number one key to maintaining a high spirit of expectation as well because when you set your heart on gratitude like you begin to expect you're expecting you're living with expectancy that it's gonna come it's all good it's all mapped out it's all planned everything's perfect and even if you have to trick yourself into saying that before you actually believe it, once you did, at some point it will resonate with you. It will click, and it you won't even have to force it anymore. At some point, so that's so true, though. It's so true, yeah. and it's beautiful. You know, when you can go through those moments, it's like, how would you appreciate anything if you didn't have those opportunities? Exactly, right? exactly. And for you, where did where did all this come from? Like, how, you're you're from Chicago originally, right? Yeah, yeah. born and raised on the South Side. <laughs> yeah. And so, tell me about growing up. You know, is that something that you had to learn? Is that something you felt always? Is that something that you know you saw something in others? You know, where did that come from? That you have such a, a positive outlook on things that it's you know gotten you through some of the more difficult times in your life. Oh yeah, no, I wasn't always like this. No. <laughs> mm, no, I've I've always had a high high spirit and a high energy, I would say, but growing up, I didn't I would say the things that I experienced growing up, I I harped on them a lot. And so I had to grow into the gratitude mindset a lot of the yeah I had to this was this was a walk okay <laughs> this this was a journey I've always been very externally positive I'll say that but it was a whole different thing internally a lot of the time and like I said it was it was a walk and it was a journey getting getting to that place of gratitude and it, it was a hard one i'm sure it was I'm a hard sure one. it's never i mean it's never easy when you go through something and yeah I, I couldn't agree more that when you know you are in those situations and we're called to be grateful for the things and it's you know it's easy to get caught up like what yeah. with me and yeah you, you look at everybody else's situation around the world and you're like wait a second i it, will say i will say one thing that i started doing was journaling mm. journaling changed my life in the sense that I was able to look back on my testimony and have evidence of the things that God was doing, even if I didn't see it in the moment. I would go back, traveling back in time to see where I was at mentally. And I'm like, oh, 
here we are a year later. Didn't it? That thing that I was so tore up about, so distraught, thought it was life-ending, life-changing, it's not even a thing for me. And I'm like, actually, that worked out for my favor. Wow. And so after like creating this repetition with myself of going back and reflecting on my journey and my testimony, I saw a pattern. I saw a pattern. And that that when it that's when it clicked. It was like everything seems a certain way in a certain moment, but reflecting and looking back, you will always see it works out. That's so so true. You will always see where so reflect on your testimony, carry it, believe it, share it. That's what helped me through that journey because someday that was just out of it. <laughs> Yeah. I was just I was just out of it some days and then I was like, wait a second. You know, these blunders in my life or circumstances or major devastating things, even when they happen, I can look back previously and say, Well, that happened too. Yeah. And the same way I conquered that, I'm gonna conquer this. And so for me, it was about seeing that repetition in those patterns, and that that gave me the ultimate peace. Hundred percent, and it's it's so easy to look at those things as also for me was that my thoughts, when they're like that, have never amounted to anything. Like, what do I know that I'm so worried about something? I don't know the future. Yeah. I don't know what yeah. God has in store for us. The fear is made up. Made Truly. up. Truly, it sounds like a cliche, but like actually, hundred <laughs> percent. Actually, you're worried and anxious about things that literally 99.99999% of the time, it won't happen. Right. And then even if it does, guess what? You needed it to happen. <laughs> right, right. That's you needed amazing. it to happen. So obviously you have this, you know, very God-focused uh, approach to yes. things. And you mentioned that when, you know, you started Bold Move, that it's really about this purpose, you know, driven mission. Yes. Right? Tell me about that and just how, how it all came to be that you decided to leave corporate America, start your own company. Yeah, absolutely. And, 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 and why branding and marketing? Right? Absolutely. So I'm also the chief marketing officer of Beauty and Brain. So it's a Chicago-based lifestyle and professional network for black women. So Amazing. We, yeah, we bring our community together. We host events and we provide tool, tools and resources for people to walk in their authentic purpose purpose and walk in power and, and passion and be the best most authentic version of themselves that is our mission and so I've been doing beauty and brains for five years I was yeah wow. <laughs> I was actually uh one of the first scholarship recipients for beauty and brains when I was doing my whole That's crazy right. college transition beauty and brains like those are my sisters now. Those are my sisters in Christ. Love them. Um, but they they came in and, and saved me. Came in and saved me. Wow. Literally. And so just being able to be a part of that community for five years, I, I love what I do. I bet. I love what I do. <laughs> I will scream it to the top. I to the top of whatever mountain I would tell the whole world that I love what I do and so when I got that passion in me to really realize that 
I can love work. I can love what I do and I have so many talents and, and skills that I want to help nurture others, other people's vision who also love what they do, who also want impact, who also have mission, who also have values. There's so many good ideas out there in the world. And if I have been able to take beauty and brains with our creative marketing initiatives, initiatives to the level that we are at now, then it's my job to steward my talents to help other people do the same. And so it's, it really came from the love of community, the love of just passion, the love of helping people. And so I said, I can make this my job. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can make this my job. And so I'm just so grateful for the skill set and opportunities that I've been able to learn with Beauty and Brains that have been transferable into every single thing that I do in my life. And now it's my full-time career. That's amazing. What a beautiful yeah. story. Yes. And, and, you know, I just actually started a brotherhood. Of, nice. Uh, yeah, and again, in Christ. Yes. And, you know, um, I just think it's so important to to be around, for, like for myself, to be around other men, right? Yes. Focus on those things. Because it does get a little, you know, uh, I don't want to say, there's always temptation, right? When you have mm-hmm. co-ed and whatnot. Yeah. And it's so important to be yes. around, you know, with brothers with and, and, you know, sisters with sisters. Tell me what, like, the biggest takeaway. You mentioned community as being such an important part of that. But, mm. you know, being a part of a community like mm. that, right, where it is focused on one thing, but it is a yeah. sisterhood, right? Yeah. Tell me, like, yeah, what's the biggest takeaway from, you know, the five years you've now been uh, involved? Vulnerability is power. I think is my biggest takeaway when talking about the space that we've created with Beauty and Brains. And when we bring people into our events and our spaces, we are vulnerable. When you pray with people, when you journal with people, when you meditate with people, when you talk to people and you're vulnerable and you show up as authentically as you can, that is powerful. That is what creates connection. That's what creates community is vulnerability. And through vulnerability, like you just learn how to love people more. You learn how to love people more. And that is love is the ultimate highest frequency and vibration. 100%. 100%. And so just being able to be vulnerable, you feel accepted. You feel loved. You feel welcomed. And that just increases your levels of empathy for yourself, your compassion with yourself, empathy with others, compassion with others. Everything increases when you're vulnerable and truthful. Well, and in order to be vulnerable, you have to be truthful. Exactly. Right? It goes hand in exactly. hand with that. Exactly. And, and I love that you say that because so often in this culture and you see it, I mean, obviously we're, you know, uh, biblically led, right? Yes. And obedient in that way. But you see this this idea of self-love, right? Where 
self-love is people talk talk, taught to love Mm, themselves and mm -hmm. we're taught the opposite right that it's not about loving yourself it's about loving god and then loving people Mm -hmm. you know and i'm hearing that in you that it's not about seeking that for yourself but as you love others right you're you're a vessel for that love absolutely and then i'll i'll plus one on that as well because i had a journey with self-love as well and i think a turning point for me was realizing that like if I love God how I say I love God, I have to love myself. Right. Because God is literally in me. It's not external. Like, 100%. the God is in me. So you can't deny your self-love. You have to have boundaries. You have to be authentic. You have to be truthful. You have to know how to take care of yourself. Like these are all things a part of self-love. And then from a full cup, you'll be able to expel that love because you know that your source is everlasting and not flowing. That, that love is literally being poured into you 24-7. And you have to have self-love to allow it to get filled up. If Holy Spirit is trying to pour love into you and, you know, you don't have enough self-love to receive it, you can't possibly, can't possibly love others to the fullest extent that we're called to. And so, yeah, you have to, you have to have that self-love to be truly giving that love to others. Yeah, you're right. We're a vessel for it. And it's always yeah. that way, you know? And so how does that, you know, change now from when you were before in terms of the way you see purpose and you see uh, your mission to help purpose-driven organizations? Yeah, that's a good question. I think that everything is everything is purposeful. It doesn't have to be like, or career per se. And I think that a lot of the times we think, we hear purpose, passion, and we automatically think career. Mm. And that's that's still not the case. That's still not the case. Your your purpose can be in so many places. And it and it truly, it truly is. So that that definitely changed for me. I used to think like Everybody has to, you know, in their career, go after that purpose-filled, purposeful life in their career. Like, that that's what it is. But as I've come to love on people more, your purpose doesn't have to be your career. And it's usually, I mean, not. Yeah. Yeah, because we yeah. tend to think of your career as a job, mm-hmm. as a means to an end, to provide for you to you know to do those things you want to do that might be your passion yeah right? it might it might be your purpose like who knows <laughs> <laughs> but it seems like you're not making that your purpose so like in terms of like that's why you left um the corporate yeah. job was because of finding a purpose yeah for me for me specifically it is directly correlated to my career and my and my outward work and the work that I put into the community for me specifically, it, it is. But it's not the case. It's not the case with everybody, and that's beautiful. <laughs> Absolutely, it is. <laughs> that that's so beautiful, and so yeah, I would. 
I would love for society to also take take the pressure off of that as well. Well, I gotta say, I mean, everything you're saying is just you seem so you know wise and mature oh, uh, <laughs> in, in all these ways, right? So, what's the vision? What's the vision for the brand itself for you? Like looking forward, you know, what do you hope for? What are you praying for? Oh man, that's a great question. I think bottom line is that I love when people love what they do. That's the bottom line. (laughs) And I love helping people who love what they do. So wherever my path takes me to connecting people deeper with their souls and deeper with their spirit is wherever I'm going to, that's where I'm going to (laughs) flow. Right now it's with Bold Move branding and creative marketing and helping organizations tap into that. But my my ultimate purpose is to connect people with themselves, connect people with what they love, bring them joy, help them be authentic. And wh- however that shows up in my life, I, I'm so, um, I don't want to say anti-plan. <laughs> <laughs> but you, but you, I mean, you take one day at a time too. Yeah. And it's so important because you, you make plans and God who, laughs sometimes, yeah, right? Yeah, who knows? <laughs> right? I didn't expect to be here. Who knows where that that's gonna take me, but all I know is that I wanna help as many people as possible do their vision that they have for the world. That's amazing. If it's if it's good, if it's helping somebody, this is what I'm called to do right now. And so I'm doing it. And like I don't have this grand grand plan. For what I'm gonna do, but as long as it's helping people do what they love in whatever way, shape, or form that I can help, I'm doing it. Yeah, well, it might are. be leading retreats one day. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I definitely see that in the future. Yeah, that'll sure. be cool too, right? <laughs> for sure, for sure. So you might see me doing ten other different things. <laughs> oh, no, I'm sure we will. I'm sure we will. And you got a lot on your plate. You, you've you've started this, you know, this launch, and this is just perfect timing for that. So how can people find you, support you, reach out, you know, connect with you? Yeah, absolutely. So you can find me everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> you can find me everywhere, but I. Obviously, my website, so that's coming out, launching in a, in a couple of days. So you'll be able to, t- to connect with me on my website, on LinkedIn, huge LinkedIn girl. So please tap in with me on LinkedIn, Instagram. I'm basically reachable everywhere. But the really cool thing is I'm also offering um, one-on-one coffee chats and networking so even if somebody's not interested in a branding or creative marketing service and literally just want to chit chat, I'm here for that too. That's awesome. <laughs> I'm here for that too. So please book your coffee chats, book your discovery calls, free 60 minute discovery calls. Like I'm here. Let's just talk about your vision. Talk about how you want to expand. And if I can offer any type of help, I will. So. Always adding value, yes. always being a blessing. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Well, Rachel, I, I, I know we have a couple podcasts, you know. Yeah, yeah, go. we have We're, more. We have more. And you're now going to be hosting, you know, too. Ah. So I'm so excited about that. But, you know, I just can't thank you enough. One, just for being you. Two, for, for your friendship, mm-hmm. like I said, and being a part of this community. So thank, thank you. you for joining us today. I'm so excited. Thank you so much.